I'm ugly. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Stop. I'm ugly. <laughs> Is this how the whole podcast is going to be? You're yeah, mad about the light? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really glad it's the Working With Friends episode, too. <laughs> Do it. Do I'm it. ugly. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I'm pretty. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> that was really hard. It was really hard. <laughs> it's like reading your mouth. It was not cute. All right. Um, oh my God, I, I'm crying already. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. We've this podcast has taken a good hour and a half to set up, and Haley and I have been fighting because we have lots of lights here but for some reason no matter how many lights we put on me i have a shadow on my face because my i swear to god my face absorbs light and just sucks it in and it's just a dark black hole (laughs) meanwhile Haley always looks like a barbie doll princess and i moved one light so that i would look better hers looked a little bit worse just a little bit she was still beautiful damn lie and she said no my (laughs) brand is being pretty all the time yours is not i was joking she wasn't joking yes i was no she's changed la's changed her (laughs) oh my god that's what happens guys you think you can move here and keep your ground but you can't oh my god my mouth hurts so um i had an idea to answer you guys's questions (laughs) on the podcast wait can i want to like chat a little bit about no this is my podcast you're my guest (laughs) no that's not the case if i don't have a face i want a voice I want to chat about life because I have some really exciting things to say. What's been going on, girl? (laughs) (laughs) The couple things have been going on. So recently I um, bought the Roomba mop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) And I'm like really excited about it. And this was idea was conceived during a night of surprise drinking. And it was like the day before a shoot or something, and you mentioned it. And I'll, sometimes when I drink, most of the time, I get like hyper focused, like yeah. I take Adderall. And I just got on my iPad and started researching comparisons of all the different Roombas. <laughs> and I was like deep into it. I was like, this is your best bet. This is what you should go with. But well, you made your own decision. I did, and I'm very happy with her. Her name is Betsy, and I now have so many vacuums. I just love that when I got my first Roomba, you were like, that is the dumbest thing you spent your money on. You were like, just buy a regular vacuum, Caleb. Do it yourself. That was like before. And I have (laughs) since changed changed my opinion. And it's just like nice. Okay, so yesterday I like just finished like Roomba-ing, like vacuuming the apartment. And then Betsy went in with the mop. And then I started like, Another thing I did is I use an app that helps, like, that picks up my laundry and then gets it done for me and then folds it nice and neatly. And but then, you like, also don't have a washer them. and dryer in your apartment. Right, right, right. And there's a coin shortage, so I can't, like, do my laundry. So this is was definitely, like, the solution. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just like really basking in technology. Like, wow, an app ha- like came and picked up my laundry. I have Betsy in there mopping my kitchen. I had the Roomba like mopping the or vacuuming the living room. I was like, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I was really just feeling so grateful. <laughs> There's something so satisfying about sitting down while you watch a robot clean for you. Oh my God, it's so nice. Because like, it's not a person. You don't have to feel, there's no attachment towards it. It is there to serve you and has no feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like most men. Yeah. I was just, that's all. I was really happy. I was just putting away my nice, neatly folded clothes. Like, wow. You have shit on my... Roomba mop so many times beforehand saying how you would understand the vacuum but the mop was just I a have step se- too normalized far. changing your opinion everyone <laughs> I have since changed my opinion I'm happy I we love just, little Betsy we just got in the cleaner for it because you have to buy a special cleaner I got it because we've been using like Amazon cleaner and Bad it's been choice. getting stuck and like foaming so mm. anyway if you're gonna get a Roomba mop get the right cleaner for it. Yes. And this episode is actually sponsored by Roomba Mop Cleaner. No. <laughs> no. Damn it, it should be. No, they don't work with people. <laughs> I I was telling Haley, I messaged them so many times trying to get free product. And they were like, we're so sorry, but we really hope you buy it. <laughs> and then every time after I bought it and I've tagged them, they're like, love it. Look at her go. <laughs> no, yeah, I tagged them last night and they said, three cheers for Betsy. <laughs> You know what, whatever. I wouldn't send people product if I had product to send. Right. (laughs) Um, I'm creaking a lot today. Is there anything else I wanted to to say? If you're watching the podcast, Haley looks like a Barbie doll today. Stop. He always says that. Well, he says I look like a blow-up doll, and I find it really offensive. I, because... Just sometimes you look like a Barbie doll, but then your lips are, like, really full and, like, round. And I'm just like, you look a little bit like a blow-up doll, but not in a bad way, like an endearing way. <laughs> but today it's a Barbie doll. Okay. We love Barbie. We love oh Barbie. my God. Have you... Okay, this is a PSA to everyone. Barbie's vlogs. <gasps> <laughs> Barbie's vlogs. Allison and I went on like a deep dive into Barbie's vlogs and they're actually really good and entertaining. They're very short. Somehow you did it here. Yeah. I walked out and you guys were on the couch cackling like you were at a sleepover. <laughs> Honest to God, watching Barbie vlogs. And you were like, Kayla, you have to get in here. You have to get in here right now. Her and Ken have some history they need to work through. It is. It is juicy. It The way it's animated and cut is brilliant. Like it's, whoever's doing it is having a great they're time. They're having a great time. There's all kinds of, I mean, it's all animated and it's like there's jump cuts there's like tea, you know what I mean? There's just I love so it. much attention to detail. So much, just Honestly, little things, little nuances that I really appreciate. I would compare it to like the quality of a Pixar movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. that entertaining. It's so good. <laughs> what are you doing today? Well, I wanted to answer their questions, but that you we said asked that three it was, weeks ago. Yeah, too far gone. But then we had some hiccups, then we had a technology failure, then Allison crashed the party, and so. I edited the last podcast three times, everyone. Three whole times. Haley, so. if you, I swear to you, she was a melting down <laughs> right before my eyes. <laughs> I really thought I was like keeping my composure. <laughs> you, 
You were not. You were hitting your SOS button every five minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I literally. <laughs> so, so Cameron and I were having like a cute day. We were like watching shows and whatnot, and I ended up and I think my mom had called me to that at that point you put so your phone on do not disturb I did. when I needed you the most I did. this is your podcast too it, Sundays are my day off we should record on Thursday so the we podcast didn't re- is we didn't record it on a Thursday well that is your fault what there was construction there was construction so we didn't record it until Friday and then we were working all day Saturday you want to tell do me you again see, do you see how she's anyway so working with friends is really my passion because <laughs> <laughs> so no, Sundays are not your day when we don't record the podcast until Friday or Saturday. That's not your day. You need to be there for me. Yeah. 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 No. Yes. All right, then the podcast won't go up till Tuesday then. Fucking test me. I don't give a fuck Anyways, about you. I'm looking for the polls that we did. You know what? Should we even talk about the polls? I think this is a great segue <laughs> into working with friends. Since when do you get to decide my schedule for the podcast? I think it's standard to have weekends off. Not when you were... We didn't have the weekend off last week. No. I, exactly. So last week was an exception. <laughs> okay. And so I texted you on Sunday and you didn't respond. I did respond. I did respond. No, Caleb, you waited literally all day to respond when I was in a fucking crisis. I I was know. in a crisis and you just let me out there to die. I will literally know. You I'll just said up. that you put me on Do Not Disturb. After I answered all your questions. Mm. It's okay. I have No, I have it right here. All right, go ahead. I have it right here. Um, you, Sundays are your day, my ass. <coughs> you said, um, that was Monday. That was Monday, Sunday. Um, Sunday at 1029, name for, wait. Wait, I don't have any messages from Sunday. What happened? <laughs> I guess bottom line is that I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> no. No, no, let me fucking see. No, I re- there are really no I don't messages. fucking believe you. I don't believe you. No, there's not. And that's confusing because I know you were freaking out about it. Okay, okay. Oh, because we put it out late. We didn't put it out Sunday. Yes, so we did. We put it out Monday. I didn't put it out Oh, late. you're right. I, I didn't. Know after after all those hiccups, went. after all those hiccups and editing three times, I still got it up on time. I woke up and I, <laughs> I played it and I said, what? <laughs> what is happening? Something went wrong. I don't know how Something that happened. Went Willy Something went Willy Wong. <laughs> anyway, you said that a lot of people have been asking about working with friends, right? And this is a very clear depiction on what it's like. <laughs> um, do you want to open it up? <laughs> what is there to say? Hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> so working with friends is definitely <laughs> Caleb just spilled water all over him. <laughs> um, it's not something that I would like recommend for like the faint of heart. It's definitely like has its trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm gonna start with that. I think <laughs> I think before it, I what I would tell myself. In hindsight, (laughs) before starting the fitness marshal, would be whoever 
you work. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to hurt my feelings? No. Should I prepare myself? No, I think it's whoever you work with, you need to like think about the long-term future mm-hmm. and think about are these friendships that I can maintain through anything? Right. And I think it's like be very careful because there's a great chance that you're going to lose some of these friends. Mm-hmm. Um, as does happen frequently in business so yeah. it's like you have to be, like you lose be, biz, business partners all the time you have to be very sure that and there's really no way to be sure but you just have to be prepared to lose people which is right. the scariest thing because you want to go into business with people who you oops i'm in trouble <laughs> you want to go into business with people who you care most about mm-hmm. but those are also the people who you might end up having like fallouts with because of business. So it's very scary. It's a double-edged sword for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the, my favorite things about my job is that I get to work with you guys. But it's also like our friendship is also a part of our business. And so like each time like we have a tiff and like our friendship or a tiff in like the business sense, one mm-hmm. always affects the other. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot. But I also think that like obviously – obviously it's if you're going to go to in, into business with friends like you want to be able to wholeheartedly trust them i think that um i don't think i could go into business with any one of my other friends mm-hmm. really yeah <laughs> like, and also i think that the way that this happened especially with the fitness marshal happened so organically that it really wasn't even a choice yeah like just, we just were like so far into it already it was, yeah exactly <sighs> And yeah, so I think it's something that, well, Caleb and I have obviously been friends for like years and years before that and have been through a lot together as friends. So I think like if we can get through that, then we can pretty much get through any yeah. anything. So I think that's something to be said too. It's like not, it's not for everyone. I don't think that you can just like be besties with someone for a couple of years and be like, oh, let's go into business together. Like, it's not that simple. No. It's like you have to be like ride or die with these people. Like you, it has to be like yeah. some kind of like unconditional love that you can work through pretty much anything. Like Even a marriage. Within, oh, it really is. <laughs> it really is. It honestly got is. Even within the first year, I lost people who are really close to me. Mm-hmm. And it was... It's just interesting because when you have something so exciting and that has so much potential, the minute people aren't attached to it or feel like they have, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like a really like bright star that you see like shooting. And it's like if you're around the orbit of it, it's really exciting. But the minute you're kind of out of it a little bit, you start to resent it because you want to be a part of it. And that happened with some of my other friends, mm-hmm. which was not fun but i think that we've worked really hard on our communication i think in the beginning that was the scariest thing because there really wasn't a lot of good communication on like operations on on roles or positions i, or even I think it's because it mostly was. we didn't know we didn't yeah, know what we was were going build, on yeah, <laughs> building it as it was happening yeah i think what we learned the one of the most important <laughs> lessons was during Life of a Fitness Pop Star when we moved out here and we were having some fights. Yeah. Some like intense fights about business. Yeah. And that that was like bound to happen at yeah. some point. But I think it was good that at that point we really learned what Cameron's role should be mm-hmm. and how Cameron is kind of, Cameron handles all the business conversations if yeah. there's really anything to be happening. 
and then that allows us to kind of maintain our friendship better because it's not like me directly having to have uncomfortable and i think that cameron is just better at it anyway oh yeah yeah, because yeah. I don't, I, I'm bad at conflict, and somehow I <laughs> and get- And context s- and communication. <laughs> I I hate upsetting people or saying the wrong thing, and somehow by trying to be extra careful, I say the worst thing. <laughs> I go even, like, further, and, like, I seem even less empathetic or caring when I, like, <laughs> it's just bizarre how bad I can be at it. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and I hear it as it's coming out. <laughs> so bad. There's nothing I can do about it. So <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but <laughs> but on the other side, I don't know anyone in in our lives who really have the opportunity to do what we do. Yeah. Or work with friends in that capacity. Like there, and there's also something to be said because we really never had to go into the corporate world after school. True. So we don't really know what that's like. But we've both worked a bunch of other jobs. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to just make your own schedule and do everything with people that you really care about is mm-hmm. something that is so valuable. Yeah. And makes it so much more worthwhile. Like, you don't dread. It's like we can dread, like, if we're not, like, tired and don't want to do a sweat session or something. But at least we're doing it together. Yeah. Like, at least we're all in pain together. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But I think it's also cool how much history we have. And I think, like you said, that makes it more important because we have such a long friendship to even like Allison. Like, yeah. I've been, like we've been friends with Allison for forever, the better part of the decade. Like, yeah. I just, there's so many things like running through my head and I'm just like trying to filter them. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I think that we're in communication wise, business wise, happiness level wise i think we're in the best place we've ever ever been absolutely and it's taken like a long time to get to this point but i feel like i mean that's with any growing like startup business like that you're doing like think about everything that we had against us <laughs> and how most people like who are mm-hmm. working with friends are probably doing something that they that they enjoy and that's usually like a startup of some sort. And I'm sure they go through the same process of like figuring out roles and how to com- like communicate when something is like pissing you off. And like even like friendship wise, like and like personally, like and how to go about that because it also affects your business. Yeah. Um, it takes a long time to figure that stuff out. But we've been doing we've been doing this for how long? Five years? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, the channel turned five in October of last year. And I think you started doing it full time like eight months in. So five years. Yeah. Crazy. It's taken like five years to get to this point, but it's not like it was all bad all the time. Mm-mm. Like there's obviously been some good in that, like communication wise and business wise, whatever. I think it was important too that we were all in it for the right reasons because when you start a business <laughs> and I think we've been <laughs> candid about this before this is really the first year that we've had any sort of stability yeah um, <laughs> and if you're starting a business with people you have to know that they're there because they're passionate about it and they love it right and that like obviously you want to make money like everyone's trying to make money but mm-hmm. you have to be prepared to go into it with no guarantees 
Yeah, which is very hard and it tests your friendship. It tests your stamina like in this like whatever business world that you're Mm -hmm. in. It's very trying and like very taxing on your friendships. Well, when you're in because I mean, you went through this obviously harder than I did. You were you moved to L.A. and you were in really survival mode. Yeah. Because we weren't making much money. You were making less than me. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, I, we're like friends and we're doing all these things. And and, like, I'm fucking broke. And there's no money coming in. When am I getting paid? And so that's the other thing. It's like business, not only does business affect your friendship, but like money affects yeah. your friendship. And that's also. Especially when it's like not a matter of like meeting my needs and like, so are you. But, like, you're making more money than me. It's, like, oh, like, I'm not doing well at all. It's, like, that kind of, like, mm-hmm. toll on you whenever you're already just stressed about life in general. And then being, like, okay, like, I'm like I'm here, but I'm not here. Like, we're working, but we're not really working. We're also yeah. not making money when we are working. <laughs> well, there's, there's so many things we do just for free. Yeah. Which has always been the case. So then it's, like... <laughs> I think that um, as far as our, and I'll, I'll let them know this because I don't know if we've said it before, but our business model is that we like work off percentages. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like we're getting paid for our time. It's like we're all getting paid. Whenever I get paid, you get paid. It's yeah. like that's how we set it up so it would be kind of most fair. Mm-hmm. And we did it in the beginning that way. It's not like. It's always been that way. Yeah, which makes it harder in certain times when we're doing things that don't get money. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like you're working for free. But then on the other side, it's like anytime there is money coming in, it does get funneled, you know, based on percentages. So Mm -hmm. that was the way we set it up with the fitness marshal. Um, I know other people. It's a very like democratic socialist (laughs) way to go about it. Um, Yeah, because I think it can get really tricky when you're hang on time because then it's like right because then you're making like, less in other situations right in like i feel like with the percentages and i feel like we're kind of just like giving advice i feel like for yeah like a startup but like um whenever you're doing the percentages it goes like on a sliding scale as your mm-hmm. business grows like so will your income instead of like always trying to figure out okay what's my new fee what's my new fee what's my new fee like over and over and over again yeah. and having to have those talks over and over and over again because no thanks <laughs> because no thanks it's i feel like it's worked well for us yeah and it gives me like um like i know oh my god i I like know better like where my position is Mm -hmm. i know better like how much i will get paid i just i know what i just know Mm -hmm. yeah it's but it's so interesting because like we're again we're we've never built a business we're doing this just on the fly and i think a lot of people run into those issues and i think that's something that we set up really early yeah really early on because i think the the longer you go on with things not kind of being written out the more uncomfortable and hard it gets yeah um but yeah i think we're in the best place we are now i think that we are all so passionate and it's cool because everyone in the group has been here truly since the beginning. Yeah. Um, and has really cared about it. And so it's really exciting to see like where we are now and kind of what we're able to do with the booty army mm-hmm. and with the really exciting thing that we're going to announce next month. Mm-hmm. Which I know you guys are trying to read my mouth in the last podcast <laughs> and it's not Applebee's. <laughs> not too far off though. 
not too far <laughs> off. When have you been the most... Do you remember a time when, like, you were just so, like, angry at me, business-wise? Or just, like... Unprovoked? A, just a story. <laughs> um, this... the Okay, there's one story that sticks out to me, and it was in the very, very beginning, and I just want to talk about it. I know exactly it. what you're talking about. What I know where it? I was. What? We're probably talking about something different. Okay. What? No. Just keep going. I want to see if it's the same. It was like in the very beginning. I sent you a text. What was the text? I don't know, but I remember there was a text. Okay. Can I continue? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I just really want to know. <laughs> it's in the very beginning. And like, I think that, I don't even know why we're even talking about this, but you had, you're talking about um, like percentages or like payment, like for videos and and the only reason I'm bringing this up is for people who are want to stand up for themselves. Sometimes it sometimes it pays off because Caleb had told me that like if we were to like for videos and like royalties, which we weren't making much yeah. if if at all, and like if we had a campaign, it was like whoa. <laughs> Caleb was like, "Well, I don't think that you should get paid for the videos because it's kind of like an exchange." Like I remember you- that's the text I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "It's an exchange." And it's like a it's like a, a like a collab. I was like, Caleb, I have a thousand Wait. subscribers on YouTube. Like, what are you talking Wait, about? What? Yeah, and I was like, I think that if you get paid for a video, I should get paid as well because it's I'm, I should get paid for my time. And then you were like, You're right. And I said, but wait, that doesn't make any sense. I, no, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I remember a te- but I remember the collab conversation. Yeah, that was that. But I, there's no this way it was about This motherfucker was trying not to pay me. And I said, yeah, you will. And he said, yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand my rationale behind this. I think that you were just broke and you wanted the money. <laughs> I would love to read, like, find that text. I'm and sure see, you like, have what it. my train of thought was because that sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that no, sounds really like, stupid. I was like, Kayla, I think that, because that's when I first kind of started my YouTube channel and you thought that you were like giving me clout. I think I also had a false sense of like what being in a video would do. <laughs> not shit. It's not Like we could literally go on, I swear to God, Emma Chamberlain's show, James Charles yeah. thing and nothing would change. Right. Like there is just something, like I swear to you, collabs don't do anything anymore. They do like in a sense of like word of, like they will if like you do enough. Like, like yes, like it's, it doesn't hurt. But yeah, it's not like worth worth my time all, every single week. It's just like before I thought like this is our ticket. Yeah. And now like we're literally going on Lance Bass's podcast, and I'm we're going into it knowing like this is not going to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are like conversations that like I definitely didn't want to have, especially with you. But I was like, okay, this doesn't seem right. And I think that also working with friends is good in the sense of like you always get a sense of like. You're never, you don't, I don't ever want to like, um, take what's yours. Mm -hmm. Just like you would never want to like take what's mine. I think that is a good exchange because like we just want what's fair for each other. Mm -hmm. Like we're never trying to like, what is, I don't even know like what I'm thinking, the term I'm thinking of. Cheat. Cheat. (laughs) I'm not trying to cheat you out of anything. Uh, uh. I'm just like, "Mm, I think that I deserve this. Yeah. So. But it's not easy to do, especially with a friend, because it could go very bad, mm-hmm. very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and even in I think any any type of conversation like that, even I remember there was one time <laughs> there was one time at a show that I don't know what, like you and Bria were doing something. You guys were doing your makeup. This was in St. Louis. I remember that. And it was like our second maybe show in St. Louis. And I don't know what it was, but you guys were like out. I was doing sound check and you guys were like doing your makeup in the corner, like laughing and like talking and hanging out. And I was doing sound check and I needed you guys up there or something. And I think I said something to you guys or like, I don't know what I said. All I know is that I ended up being like, you guys were mad at me. And I said, hey, I'm just like trying to be a good boss or like trying to be a boss. And I remember you guys got so mad. <laughs> and that was, that was, and that was, I think also before we really had many conversations. Yeah. And there was just kind of nothing. I, I, at that moment I was just like, oh God, what am I? <laughs> Am I am I a bot? Is Cameron a bot? Am I? Are we all like We're still just Power that Rangers? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's just very confusing, or, or it was very scary because you don't want to. When you're working with friends, it's like you don't ever want to make people feel like when they're like a, like a hierarchy structure. I think really makes things feel weird yeah in a friendship yeah and I think that was I don't I, remember that though that's weird I remember it I, like it stabbed me in my chest and I'm like <laughs> I you just, like you mustered up every ounce of courage just to say it and we were like fuck you yeah <laughs> I was like oh, okay I know we also don't I don't like to be told what to do that's a, that's not it's, I'm not saying that's a good thing like I, I don't like it I also <laughs> I, take, I need to work on it <laughs> That's not my passion. That's not my passion. <laughs> that's why I like, that's why this is the best fit for me. Cause like I have the least amount of that. <laughs> I think you and I have a, a weird ability to come back from things pretty quickly. Yeah. Like we don't, even when we have fights, I feel like we're able to bounce back. I know but we have so many fights. Like it's just like exhausting to keep up with half exhausting. the time. <laughs> I feel like people like listening to us would be like they're not okay but we really just have the dumbest fights and like yeah. we'll just like we know how to get under under each other's skin so easily i'm scared of you <laughs> do you know that can i tell you something <laughs> so when we were looking at um uh photos from the shoot did i do something bad i can't read my lips no <laughs> when we were <laughs> when we were looking at photos before allison was leaving you made like or like we had like the croissants out and I didn't know like who made them or whose idea it was um but I know that you were really excited to have the almond croissants and I it was like 11 or so so I wasn't super hungry and I wanted to like eat my breakfast after I went over to Cameron because you guys were all getting your croissants and I said Cameron I don't really want a croissant right now but I think Ailey's gonna be mad at me if I don't <laughs> and she's gonna think that I'm too good for her <laughs> 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 and I remember like cutting off a half a croissant and like eating it. And I, at that point, like I genuinely was ex- I like, I wanted it, but like leading up to it, like I was scared that you'd be mad at me if I didn't eat it. Because <laughs> you do that sometimes. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you say, oh, oh, you don't want that because there's too much sugar. You think I'm, you're too good but, for me? Well, okay, let's put this into perspective. Okay. Because you're always shitting on anything that's delicious. That is not true. Anything that's a treat. 
Yeah. You have problems. I don't have problems. Anyways. <laughs> Caleb also has like a lot of stuff that goes on in his head. Yeah. I feel like half the time you think I'm mad at you when I'm not. And when I actually am oh, yeah. mad at you, you don't get it. <laughs> <sighs> I get that I'm like angrier than most people, but shit. I did, but I'm also more sensitive than most people. Like I get really, I don't take, what is the word? Not criticism. I don't take conflict well. Yeah. If I sense any amount of tension, I'm like, all right, we got to get it out. <laughs> We gotta fix it. What's wrong? Well, I'm kind of the same way. Like, the minute, especially, I think we've talked about this before, but the minute that I feel like something's, like, off, like, I have to say something right then and there because I know myself. You're good at that, yeah. And I'll do the same thing and, like, just, like, keep thinking about it. It's, like, stewing in my head and I'm, like, going fucking crazy. Like, I'll go actually crazy, like, not in, like, a sad way. And, like, a mad, I'm gonna slit your throat way so like i've got to i've got to like get it out or like someone's gonna die <laughs> i do it for the betterment of everyone so yeah i realize that there are like three i, I mean there's like three responses to situations that people handle like crisis and it's like fight flight or freeze mm-hmm. and you fight I freeze when it's bad. I, I freeze. You free? I guess you do. I go white to sleep. <laughs> I go white to sleep. <laughs> that, because freeze is also like, uh, it's also known as play dead. And that's that's what I do. I don't, just no, yeah, stab I, me until you're done. Whenever it's like something that's so emotionally taxing I can't deal, I just go to sleep. Just take a little nappy app. A little nappy nap. <laughs> you wake up and everything's the same. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're gonna play um on the podcast uh truth or drink Haley was just telling me about um uh i just watched remy and cal's video yeah and i just watched alicia and laura diy's video and, and you said so theirs good. was really juicy so juicy i was watching remy's video when i was leaving this morning and it was good yeah I, I haven't seen alicia's i want to watch that i think that'd be really fun to have cameron like you said make the questions yeah because there are some juicy questions for the both of us. I think it's also um, when you're running a business and you're working with friends. Obviously, your business is your passion. There's a there's a purpose. It's going somewhere. And the, the goal, the ultimate goal, at least with what we're doing, is to reach as many people as possible, do as much good, and really continue to, to, to grow this. And when it's really important that obviously all your friends feel the same way and it's it's really difficult if things start happening within a friendship and then your business starts to suffer because of that or you are or you let your your end goals and your passion dwindle because of like the friendship within business and i think that's where it can get really scary working with friends because because you care about them and like Mm -hmm. you want them to be happy and you're that's just like human nature when you love someone you sacrifice yourself for them Mm -hmm. it's a very normal like reaction but when whenever it's like attached to business and like your livelihood and your dreams your hopes Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes like really toxic and dangerous yeah because like you're not only like sacrificing like your emotions and like your feelings and 
you're sacrificing everything yeah. that you've ever worked for. Yeah. So I think when you're in that space, you have to be prepared to like take a step back mm-hmm. and take yourself out of it and like look at the bigger picture and say like, what is the alt like what what needs to happen? Yeah. Like what's the ultimate goal here? And it sucks because there are a lot of times, especially as people get older, as people grow and evolve, like dreams change. They like just as people, and especially when you're working with friends, I think that's really difficult um, when to recognize like when it doesn't work. And I think that's something that we're always conscious about, like trying not to step on each other's own dreams or con- like making sure that we're all on the same page, that we yeah. all want the same thing. Where are we going? Um, and I think that's, it's, again, taken us a while to kind of figure that out. Yeah, because I feel like when we first started the fitness martial, I was just kind of, like, there, like, in the background, like, just just doing background things and, like, pretty much just, like, not contributing in any other way but on screen. And I think once I felt that I was actually a part of, like, your dream, because, like, once again, this is, like, your thing that you created – But, like, with anything, like, with any business, there's always, like, one person with a dream. And, like, people who believe in that, well, not really. not That's not how every single business works. But, (laughs) like, I lost lost everything I was going to say. One one person has a dream. I started thinking about how fucked up billionaires are. (laughs) (laughs) Every time she starts thinking about Jeff Bezos, she goes. Like, oh, why I oughta. Where was I going? Um... When, oh no. <laughs> you know you think I'm Jeff Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> when one person kind of has the dream then the other people like come It's up. just like every, no one really accomplishes everything on their own. No one does. So like you need people to like uplift you and like help you do things that you haven't thought of and like things like that. And once I felt like I kind of like fit in that puzzle of like helping like lift up this idea that you've had for so long and like I'm so happy to be a part of I really felt like okay because before like I've always loved the fitness marshal but I didn't really feel like I had anything to do with it Mm -hmm. like at any moment like I was like disposable and so once I really felt like I had gotten to a point where I can like have like input and like feel like okay like People like me here. I'm not as disposable as I think I am. I think that's when I feel like the business to me started feeling like, oh, like I am a part of this. Mm It's something that I want to work towards as well. It's like something that I see long term. And I don't think that that's possible to do if if you're just like doing what you're told every single day. Yeah. No, I think that's that makes a lot of sense. And I think... I that was I I I I felt the moment that shifted mm-hmm. and the moment that stopped and things got so much better when it was more of like a team or like you're a, a, we're a team and not yeah and like not just like separate like a Be- pyramid yeah and I <laughs> it was I was very I kept it very separate for a while mm-hmm. and guarded and there it, I did because feel, it because and that makes sense because it's like it's your baby once I was confident that really everyone was there for the right reasons and mm-hmm. kind of wanted the same thing um I think that's when it became much more of like I, I I became more comfortable and felt safe having everyone join on and just once everyone was 
a part of the team, it made me feel so much better. Like mm-hmm. I was more inspired because it wasn't all on my shoulders all the time. Or yeah. um, it just when and I don't even like I don't want to say that um, when people just like working together feel like they're all a part of it and all included i think there's just so everyone much... everyone works harder everyone's yeah. happier like the overall like vibes are just so much better mm-hmm. yeah it's much more enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> i think we've talked a lot of like negatives oh okay so i think maybe some more positives like i think number one one of the coolest things we've gotten to do is just travel the world together. Oh, yeah. That's been amazing. That's insane. Yeah. And it's... especially, like, when you, like, I took my, your, I took your first flight with you. Yeah. <laughs> that was so exciting just to get to do those things or, like, see. And then take so many more. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, travel overseas together. And, like, yeah. get, also to get to like see something that you're all working on grow together is mm-hmm. really exciting. Yeah. I think that's been one of the best things is just like being like, wow, like look around, like this is what we've been working mm-hmm. for this entire time. Like each time something like really cool happens. Yeah. It's really crazy. Cause honest to God, we're just four friends just trying to make it happen. <laughs> Like, we are, this is it, this is the whole squad, (laughs) this is all we have, is our minds collectively doing this. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I just, it's really hard to believe Mm -hmm. sometimes, because like, I go to work every day and I'm not, I don't dread it at all, and I just think back to all those days where I just like would dread so hard going to work yeah like it was just the worst feeling I just I knew that this wasn't the life for me and I we all made so many sacrifices to get to where we are now it's not easy to be like one day decide okay I'm just gonna build a business with my friends like no it's not like it's not like all fun and games like it looks like on camera but it is it's really (coughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's so much more like rewarding because we're all just friends like doing it, mm-hmm. doing the damn thing. Yeah. And I think too when people like at regular jobs go to work and things happen, like when you come back home to the people who care about you, they don't probably really understand or it's not like, oh yeah, I did this thing at work today and we're all, I guess maybe your work friends would feel that, but I just think that we have a really unique sense of like accomplishment and reward mm-hmm. from everything that we're doing. And it's not, it's not even like monetary and it hasn't even been monetary until recently. Right. But it's always just been an actual like genuine reward of like feeling, of feeling your purpose. Like you're like, you're doing something good. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think that's very specific to what we do, too. Yeah, just the personal fulfillment. I think about that a lot, and I'm like, this is... It's always been something that I at least, like, feel fulfilled by doing. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else that's good about it? <laughs> I think it's really cool also that we all... That we get to, like, dance and perform, because we're oh, all, yeah. all performers at heart. yeah. So. Absolutely. I forget that. Because yeah. we've just, it's so weird because, like, we've been doing this for so long, it seems, that, like, I just forget that, like, 
oh, like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. And I for and I like never thought that it was possible. Like I was going to school for like sociology mm-hmm. and like to be a social worker, and this is where I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird, too, because it's like I never dreamed of being a fitness pop star. I mean, like I wanted to be like a, like a, an actual pop star. Same. Or like <laughs> some kind of like an actor, like a child actor yeah. on Disney or something. But it's cool that we have something where we can still do the things that we love, even if right. it's in a different way. Because like whenever you go to college, especially for me, I was like my dreams, like like once I graduate college, like I'm kissing dance goodbye. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And so the fact that I still get to do it at 26 and live my best. Wow, you're 26. I'm fucking 26. <laughs> it sucks. I fucking hate it. We sound like we're so old. Like people listening are like, screw you. I'm just like, I'm thinking like literally back in college, which is so long ago. Yeah. But like that's, yeah. I really thought that my dreams of like dancing were like dead. And I just like, one day it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> We're like cheerleaders. Like, this is our last year. (laughs) Um, Oh, my goodness. Well, intentions for this week. No, recommendations. recommendations. I am, we are on season three, episode nine of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, my God, that's it. You're in the last episode. We're in the, no. How many episodes? Oh, there is. We have four more to go. Oh, shit. We stayed up till one watching it last night. Oh, my God. It is so good. Have you seen it? I'm. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. It's so good. I hate you. It's like, inf- like my heart was like I know. It's I know. Maddening. I cannot believe it's taking you this long to watch it. It's really disappointing. But um, I just would love to recommend that again. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. I actually have a few things I want to say. So I started watching um, my recommendation. I also want to say something else that's fascinating to me. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. I'll just elaborate after. I'll go now. <laughs> you want to go? No, go. Just fucking go. It's funny to me how some people, maybe it's just like, like the, I'm me thinking of like recommending things to my family because I feel like all of the amazing, incredible television that's being made is on Netflix or Hulu because mm-hmm. there's no like time restrictions, content restrictions. People can just make art. Yeah. And there's no like commercials to deal with. But like recommending shows like that to my family, it's just like bizarre because they would never watch something like that. Yeah. A lot of my, because also like the content, like when I'm watching it, it's like saying curse words or there's like sex scenes or boobs. And like, I don't even register that. It's just a part of like the story. Right. But like thinking about how other people would never watch shows like that aren't TV friendly. Yeah. It's just so fascinating to me because I feel like. A box. A box. (laughs) Because I just feel like that's all the storytelling is when you have all of the meat and all of the parts of it. Yeah, the freedom. I just, if you don't watch Hulu or Netflix or anything other than cable, you are missing out. Yeah, 100%. Because there's so much that's just watered down. Everything, I don't even watch TV. TV is so watered down. Oh my God, yeah. Just with the I mean, story. it makes my brain numb just like thinking about what's on TV. Except for the Property Brothers. Oh, my recommendation this week is Immigration Nation on Netflix. It's out? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, watch that shit. And get mad. <laughs> Wait. Immigration Nation. Because mm-hmm. I saw tweets about how ICE was trying to block it from being Well, the aired. Trump administration was trying to block it. And it's a really, like, um, raw view of ICE and, like, the process and, like, how politicized. Like, they're literally used, like, as a political weapon. And, like, really the process of, like, what's going on, like, at the borders and things like that. I'm not finished with it. I just am really 
think it's important to watch. I think it's a very like non-biased, unbiased mm-hmm. view. I think it's very real and raw. Yeah. Um, so I think it's so important for us to watch. Yeah, for people to. I'm gonna watch that for sure. Yeah. And again, like you said, un- like it's just information. I think just being informed and not going into with like a political bias is good. Yeah. Because. Um, I mean, immigrants are real people. We're all immigrants. And who knows if one day, again, like Handmaid's Tale, what if we need to go to another country? What if right. we need, ref- like, refuge? Yeah. So I think just remembering that we're all people looking for the best life possible. And I think it, that if you were in any p- other position, you might need to do that as well. And yeah. I hope that people would treat you with respect and kindness. Right. 100%. Another thing I want to mention is everything that's happening in Lebanon that is insane, and I'm going to leave some resources down below where you can donate to the Red Cross for Lebanon because they need help. Yeah. Intentions. Ooh. <laughs> um, um, my intention is to try to be more positive this week. Ooh. To try to find, instead of going immediately to a negative or saying the bad, Like when I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. Just being like, (laughs) oh, I'm awake and I'm alive and I'm going to do this. Some positive reframe. Please don't wake up like that. (laughs) (laughs) They said that today I woke up and I was tired. I took a Benadryl last night and I was like, I don't want to jump. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to jump on the podcast and be like, oh, yeah, what's up? I'm so tired and groggy. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Be positive. Be happy. You're you're alive. True. You are alive. You're in therapy. You're doing well. <laughs> What's your intention? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Why do we do this? You made it up. <laughs> I really wish my intention, this is my intention, is to write down my intentions before. <laughs> so they're not just like made up. You're not going to do that. So I'm going to start writing down my intentions before so they're actually like thought through and I can really make the most out of it. Sorry, I thought I was moving mine. So I can really make the most out of it because I feel like I've not been giving you guys my best intentions. And like, I feel like these intentions could inspire other people. Mm-hmm. So like, don't make your intention finishing a puzzle every single week. <coughs> <laughs> so that's my intention. That's a good one. <laughs> Gothy with my ex. <laughs> <laughs>